Hey everyone, welcome to the Capitalize for Kids podcast. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we chat with Brett Lindros. Uh, Brett's currently an executive vice president at HGC Capital, a Toronto-based hedge fund. We have a really great conversation uh, here today. We started off you know, in his career as a pro NHL player, getting some insight there um, and how you know, concussions forced his career to end a little bit earlier than expected and how he transitioned that into a career in television where he basically started the NHL version of Cribs back in the early 2000s. His transition into the world of finance, which once again is kind of a weird switch and we kind of dive into that. I think there's a lot of great takeaways for everyone. So thank you very much and enjoy. You know, just to start off, I think most people are aware that you are a hockey player. Uh, so tell me about that time. Yeah, so uh, I mean, obviously, uh, most people see the last name. They think of uh, my older brother, Eric, uh, uh, who was inducted in the Hall of Fame last year. Uh, but yeah, I, I also played uh, briefly in the NHL. Ended up getting drafted by the New York Islanders, uh, ninth overall in, in, in the first round, obviously. And, and uh, that was pretty exciting as well. I didn't think I would go that high. So that was a bit of a surprise. And, and uh um, so that was, a, 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 you know, an experience unto itself. And then you sort of realize once you've been, you know, you've gone through some injuries, done some rehab, you know, you, you got your schooling behind you, which is obviously key. Um, then it was, you know, you did the full-time athlete, you know, situation. So you were training all the time. You were, you know, working on things. I was starting to come into my own, you know, physically as well in terms of uh, uh, size, strength, fitness, all the things that are very important now weren't quite as important yeah. <laughs> uh, in the mid-90s. That was sort of my hockey path. And so I, I ended up having uh, a, a couple of concussions, um, you know, playing for the Islanders uh, and in my first season. And then the following season, again, I was heading my sophomore season. And, uh, um, you know, one led to another. And th the scariest part for me, just as a person, as a human being, was that it wasn't, it used to be the big collision. It used to be, a real serious type hit where, you know, something everyone would notice and the crowd would gasp and, you know, something big had happened. These were becoming more and more uh, uh, minimalistic type events. Uh, a guy rubbed me out in the boards uh, and I was having longer and longer effects. And uh, so that was quite scary. And what were the conversations like with like the, the your team trainer at that point? You come off, you're like, I I'm dizzy or like whatever you give your symptoms. Were they educated enough at that point to, you know, give a diagnosis of you're probably concussed, sit out or... Um, yeah, no, they were, I mean, the concussions were certainly not advanced in terms of detection and baseline testing and all the things that go on now, but it was definitely a situation where they were, you know, you would, you know, follow the pen light, um, you know, you'd speak to the doctor, they'd, you know, take you off They, you know, um, it's just not, you know, it was, you know, 20 years ago. Uh, so it was what it was, but, uh, yeah, I think the Islanders, uh, you know, overall, I look back uh, in terms of my treatment by the Islanders, and it was, it was, it was, it was excellent. Um, first thing they did, once I had sort of established that I was having a harder time uh, getting back out there, um, you know, just riding the bike lightly, you know, on a stationary bike in the dressing room was causing severe headaches, had vision problems. You know, it was, uh, it was getting, it was serious. It was getting, you know, quite serious. And I couldn't believe it. at 21, I was done playing hockey, I was like, wait a second, I thought I'd do this, you know, at least till I was 25, <laughs> uh, you know, more like 30. But uh, uh, it was, uh, it, it was an, a very difficult situation. And uh, it was a tough pill to swallow, for sure. I knew that, um, well, one, I obviously wasn't gonna play hockey again. 
I took some time off, started watching soaps or something. I mean, I don't know what it was back <laughs> you then. You didn't have Netflix back then. Right, so yeah, yeah, there's no Netflix. Yeah, you're Passions. You're watching, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, or, uh, yeah, something. Uh, there was a gap there in terms of what, where I thought, I, what I wanted to get up to. And, and uh, it, it took me, you know, a couple of years to sort of feel, quote unquote, normal again. And uh, so that's, um, you know, you know, some people never, they never recover. So, um, you know, I feel pretty fortunate from that point of view. Um, one thing I always knew, you know, playing hockey, I always got along with the media. And so whether or not it was, you know, we we're joking around or whatever, it was, you know, I would, they get me to do the goofy promo. I was a young guy for sure. You know, let's do that. Um, pretty social guy. So like, you know, that was something that, that uh, I thought was, was interesting. Um, you know, I thought about being an agent even. Uh, I knew I wanted to kind of stay within hockey, but I wasn't sure exactly where that, that might go. And, and I'd heard about, um, um, you know, sort of a, a really good broadcasting school, which is in Santa Monica, um, you know, down, in, down near LA. And I literally had moved, you know, I moved down there and was setting up shop and, and uh, um, was looking to enroll and, and sort of, you know, work, try and figure that out, be kind of a sports, you know, anchor guy, uh, whatever that, that might entail. And, and uh, ended up auditioning for a show back here in Toronto for the National Hockey League Players Association uh, called Be a Player. I would go around and interview guys. I would do, you know, actually it sort of evolved. It was sort of a desk job for the first couple of years. Well, uh, and then once I started doing the show by myself, I worked with a couple of co-hosts uh, who were great, but um, they sort of saw me as, a, as, as the, you know, the, the, the way the show was going. And then we started just doing stuff you know, on the road. So I would call up guys and say, Hey, we're, you know, we're coming, we want to come see you, you know, can you spare a few minutes? Um, you know, this is the time commitment. I'd sort of help put together sort of the, um, you know, the, the, the player, the, the, the concept of what we're going to do. And, and we'd always say, Hey, you know, let's do an activity. You can bring some of the guys from the team. It can be just you or whatever you like to do. Are you, do you like fishing? Do you like, are you a golf guy? Do you want to, you know, go do, you know, we've done, we did everything. We raced go-karts, we shot, deer we did i mean you name it any sort of like guy activity uh we definitely covered and was this just a give life to the to the players like i, I guess there was nothing at the time um like there is today i mean today, today it's, it's really easy to get to know a player you know you follow him on instagram you follow him on snapchat whatever it is well that's the thing too and people would see them and uh i, I really think there's a lot of credence to that now it's almost like you you know not necessarily sports guys but you know celebrities in general you almost know like too much. Ended up doing it for eight years and uh, had a blast. Met a lot of great people in in, in the TV business, um, and just really enjoyed that um, that segue in my, in my in my life, I guess. And so, tell me a bit about how you go from you know being so entrenched in the in the hockey world to now you know leading development at HGC Capital. You know, essentially, I got to the point where I was you know basically thirty years old and had you know, very little handle uh, on my own finances. And I had created a little bit of wealth playing hockey. Um, and, you know, I had some accounts at some places. And, and uh, the idea that I was still taking my dad to my meetings that were about my own, you know, money uh, seemed a little bit absurd once I got to about 30. I was like, think, so I was like, okay, well, you know, my dad was partner at KPMG, smart guy, uh, knew his way around. But I literally, I would sit in a room like this, and there could be three, four guys there from 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 the shop, and and 
you know, they could totally snowball. Like they could snow me for sure. I would have very little idea. I would look at the returns and I would say, okay, how'd we do? And, and that type of thing. But numbers uh, on a paper that basically, yeah, basically they could write whatever story they want. Yeah. So, um, um, anyways, the, I guess the point is, is that I realized I had a realization that I, I just needed to have a much better handle, uh, on my own finances. And, and, um, so I did my securities course and, and started speaking to guys, um, you know, but what was going on downtown? I, I always had lots of friends on that worked on Bay street. I had no idea what they did. I just knew that they wore a suit basically. And they went downtown and they worked in finance. Actually, half, kinda, of, half of them didn't even know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> they was, so it was, uh, um, that was interesting. Um, but so I started asking around and, and, and seeing what was happening. And, and a friend of mine, um, had, had heard about a guy that was, was starting his own hedge fund. And he'd been at another fund before that called K2, which is Sean Kimmel's fund and very successful fund. And, uh, so this uh, other gentleman was going out on his own and he might need some help. And, uh, so I just passed my securities course, um, you know, offered, uh, basically went to him and said, Hey, uh, I'd really like to, you know, you know, potentially, uh, you know, um, learn, uh, you know, I want to learn. I, I, I knew I wanted to learn, but I also, you know, there, there, I, I said, I'm look, I'm willing to work hard. Um, you know, you know, would you, would you consider me being a six month unpaid intern and getting coffees and, you know, uh, settling trades and, you know, doing back office and whatever it was, that, you know, that needed to be done. Um, you know, I would, I would like to try and, you know, uh, see if this is a potential fit for me. Pretty humble of you to do that after you know playing the NHL, then having spent the past eight years in California interviewing NHL players and having a good time, to then offering to be you know a six month intern grabbing coffees. That's how I just had to get my foot in the door. I knew that. I knew someone wasn't going to, you know, give up a you know you know you got to think of like, you know, are are you a revenue generator? Are you not? Or where, where do you fit into the ecosystem of a business? And what I wanted to do was was be able to sort of. You know, I didn't want to, uh, you know, a situation where someone had to pay for me to learn. Um, and I was in a, you know, again, I was, you know, you know, when you're younger, that's fine. You can do that stuff. When you're older, meh, I was lucky that I had, uh, you know, it made some money in my, in, in my hockey career. Um, so I, I anyways, I, yeah, I, I basically uh, learned I wasn't very good at settlements, but I was very good at um, jumping in on things, helping with teams, speaking to people. Um, spent a lot of time doing, you know, various things for a small fund. Um, we switched our entire investor base over to a different structure. I went through and, and meticulously compiled all the sub docs to do that. Just, to, you know, a lot of paperwork and something I hadn't done before. And um, so that was, but, but, you know, there was always, the, you know, there was sort of a checklist and, and I just, you know, as I got further and further into it, um, it was, it turned into something I really, enjoy doing i understood a lot more of the strategies i started to meet a lot of people in the industry um i started to you know realize who were good marketers and who were good investors and that's not always the same thing um and you know the idea of you know help build something come to work every day um you know really have a, a strong focus uh about where i wanted to go um you know, as a, as a person, as that kind of evolved. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately that, that fund didn't work out, but I think it also taught me a lot of things, it taught me a vast number of, of things in terms of 
what, where I think, I think I could, you know, add value, where I'm comfortable with in terms of uh, investment strategies uh, and, and also, you know, uh, you know, doing biz dev for, for something. Well, it's intimidating, uh, right? Like you come in without any real finance knowledge besides the, the, the Canadian securities course, right? You come into this industry having been in an entirely different one for, you know, your, your entire life basically. And so for you to kind of understand the ecosystem, assess the situation and come out with, you know, where you fit into this is, is sounds like a success. In, maybe not for the business, but it yeah. sounds, you know, at least like, at, at least you I got- was ha- I mean, I was really happy that I was able to sort of, um, you know, prove my worth, um, you know, really start to understand, you know, the operation side of, of running, you know, really, uh, you know, a smaller, you know, a startup hedge fund is, is, you know, it's a small business, you have rent, you have payroll, uh, you have service providers, you have a number of things like, uh, that any other small business would have, uh, or startup would have, um, you know, the main caveat being obviously that, you, that you're running other people's money. And that, you know the fiduciary duty and, and all the things that are that are that come into play with you know with with finance and 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 especially you know uh having outside investors you know that's the stuff that that um um you know was was interesting i i really even though yeah the the, the fund itself wasn't a success uh, by any stretch of the imagination but it was it did give me a very good you know foundation for what uh we've been able to put together here at hcc and and uh um, did you like take some t- so when you, when you say that like it was you were able to figure out what you were good at and what your value add was is that just what you lean towards in terms of um, what work you were given or did you actually take some time to think about okay like you know here's what I'm doing well here's what I'm not doing well here's what I'm like here's what I, what I like doing like, how did you go about, what was that process like I think well I mean it goes back a lot of it goes back to you know so I look at things maybe a little bit differently I would say that what I really like is is I, I really like you know, a team atmosphere, right? My sports background, of course, that's a natural fit for me. You know, when I made my first hire, now I'm, you know, hiring guys. I, you know, the fact that he was an athlete at Queens isn't a mistake. Team sports teaches you a number of things, but it also allows you to understand that, um, you know, your strengths and weaknesses, where you're, you know, you're, where you're strong and where you're not, and, and not be afraid to ask for help or, or lean on someone else in another, you know, in another department if, you know, that isn't your forte. So, um, you know, that is, that's a, that's a team atmosphere, picking up when someone else is having a hard time, jumping in, you know, that's what you need to do in order to be successful in a, you know, large number of things in life. And especially being in a small shop, you know, we're five guys, um, you know, I think that's very important. And guys that don't get team, you know, won't survive in in, in, a, in an area like this. You know, there, there's there's places where they will, for sure. Um, but this is uh, this type of environment. Um, you know, we work with. You know, even though there's only five guys here, we work with. You know, our prime broker, our legal team. You know, you name it. Our right now, we're you know we're dealing with our audit. Um, there's a variety of people that that you're coming across, and and um, the common goal is always to you know just get the job done essentially, and not to use. You know, don't want to sound like Belichick or whoever, but uh, but yeah, you have to do your job, and and if you're not doing your job well, then then you should be able to ask a teammate for help, and except it's called a coworker. Yeah, you know, something that we've been uh, I've been chatting with with a few other uh, of my friends who, who played sports back at, uh, in Queens is, you know, you you it's very structured, like you know what your objective is, right? Like throughout the week, you practice five days a week, and then you play, and and you're practicing for game day. And it's very clear of like why you're sacrificing and what it's for. 
it's a, it becomes a little bit murkier when you enter the workforce, right? Like what is practice and what is game? So how do you define, you know, practice and how do you define, what's game day for you? Um, that's a good question. I think obviously when, you know, um, there's some, some day-to-day stuff where you're just kind of going through and all of a sudden it's Wednesday and trying to figure out what the hell you did earlier in the week. Um, but that's just kind of the normal course type stuff. There's stuff that's more exciting. Capital for Kids conference was exciting to attend. Um, you know, you maybe do a big presentation. You, you know, on my end, um, you know, I work in the marketing of the fund. Maybe I landed a big client or I got someone over the line that I've been trying to talk to and, and finally, have, you know, gone through that third meeting and, you know, you're actually seeing some inflows from a wealth, you know, wealth allocator, that type of thing. So there's, there's, I, those are more, I guess, maybe. Um, Victories? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, you, I take, I mean, we take a lot of pride. I take a lot of pride in, in, in our shop and what we do and, and uh, what we, you know, uh, we think we provide a, uh, you know, a great product for our investors. And, um, you know, there's a myriad of different things. You think, oh, it's just five guys in a room running some money. Um, but, you know, there is, you know, you're building out a brand, you're building out a team, um, uh, you're building out a business, frankly. And, you know, um, it, it's, it is an interesting kind of a situation, but yeah, there are, there are sort of more milestone type days. You're like, yeah, that was great. Uh, or you walk out of a meeting and, and, you know, you're really excited about, you know, a potential situation or that you, you know, thought you did a good job, that type of thing. So, you know, that is obviously quite relatable to anybody. Um, but I wouldn't say, I, you know, and it's interesting too, I think with our strategy, uh, as well, it's it's a bit of a different beast, and and it's not so much on my end, although it's very ex, you know it's ex- interesting for me. But being in, in merger arb um, and having an arbitrage strategy, you know, there's a there's a lot of you know there's or at least currently, anyways, there's quite a bit of M and A activity, and so um, you walk in, you get your press, you know, you see you know you see your stuff in the morning, you wake up. And there's a bunch of new deals hit the tape, and, and you know, so I'm I'm interested in it in general. I think it's it's very interesting, and I and I've come to love uh, the strategy. So I'm also you know from a from a business perspective, just speaking selfishly, I'm also in a great spot because I actually really like the product that I'm working with, and 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 uh, you know, and frankly, marketing. Um, so it it is very helpful. And, and again, I don't think I don't take that lightly that it's, it's it is a luxury to to be in that spot. But I really like. I like the return profile. I like, you know, I like the, the thought process. I like how we're, you know, drawdown focused. Um, so it's, 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 uh, well, it it's fortunate like, to be able to, 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 to work at, at a place like that. And it's not always the case as I found out on my first go around. Yeah. And it's, it sounds like too, I mean, a big theme of, of, you know, what you've kind of been speaking to is, you know, you're, is, is you're always learning, right? Like you're always like you, you, you know, always you took the class at Queens, like you, you know, you took the six month internship, um, you know, learning and pushing yourself is, is, sounds like it's, it's, it's pretty important to you. And so this role, you're always learning, right? Like constantly every day. It's, I mean, it's been, I mean, it's great. Uh, you know, you got to earn your spot, I guess, um, you know, which comes with time and experience and that type of thing. But, you know, I started out just exclusively doing operations. I'd never had sold uh, or marketed a fund before. Um, we, we've done well at that as a team, uh, I spearhead things, but, um, you know, so, you know, and, and you're, there's always things that are going to come up and, um, especially for a small business and you never, I think when you're just sitting there and again, the stagnant, you're just hanging out, uh, we don't watch soaps here, but, um, you know, I think that's when guys, you know, 
uh, I think that's when you're starting to slip. And so, you know, it's not a situation where I'm, I feel like I'm still, you know, learning every day, but it's, it's, it's different things than, than I was learning previously. It's, it's, um, but yeah, I'm learning how to manage people now. Um, I'm, I, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm starting to, to get, you know, uh, um, you know, a little bit stronger, um, you know, on a number of fronts, you know, and that's helpful for our business. I think everyone in the room is, is, I mean, especially, you know, uh, you know, OC has been with us for a year and a half leaps and bounds. Um, he's done great. Chris has been with us for two years. You know, he really does a good job. Um, Sean's turned into just an incredible portfolio manager and, uh, that's been a few years in the making as well. And so it's just a, um, a situation where, you know, guys care, you know, uh, they want to, they want to, you know, uh, see this place move to, you know, uh, the next level. And, and that's what we're focused on, which is not unlike anything I've yeah, you know, done know, before. Right. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's just a different, it's a very different beast and, and it, it's a very tough job. Um, you know, just in general, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to get us, get a spot, you know, or at least it can be depending on where things are at. But, um, yeah, I think as long as you sort of, you know, uh, you know, are, are recognizing and understanding that, you know, you have a, you know, you're in a good position and and you're fortunate, you know, and, and you keep working hard and keep learning and keep, you know, value add uh for 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 your for your shop um you know i think that's helpful in in any in any role whether you're on this side of uh or or another but you know essentially just learning you know not to be overly you know but it's just a situation where i think if you're just sitting there i think maybe you should look for another you know another gig or or another challenge it's uh you know, another thing about, you know, the, the, the metaphors and comparisons of business and, and, and working to, to sports is endless. But one of my favorite <laughs> ones uh, that I always think about is when you were playing, I mean, when you were playing hockey, but, you know, any sport you're playing, you're basically you know, doing something you love doing with people you want to be doing it with. And that is applicable to work, right? Like when you, you want to come into work with people you want to be working with, doing something, you, you know, accomplishing a, a goal that you all want to accomplish, Right. And so you know, obviously it sounds like you have that here. And, and, and that's something that I think you know, people who are graduating from university and, and who have jobs right now or, you know, a few years into the career are probably starting to realize, too. It's like that's what it's really about. Right. When you're spending, uh, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours a week with these people, it's like you got to do it with people you want to be doing it with, you know, for a cause you want to you know, accomplish. Yeah. No. And I, and I think, you know, sometimes that's a difficult decision. Sometimes, you know, you're, you know, whether it's, you know, a salary or if it's you know, a certain situation. Uh, I think some people have a hard time um, making that move, and and, and I, you know, teach their own. Um, but it, it is a lot of fun coming in and working. You know, in some place where, you know, uh, you're you're happy. It's very important. I think people are starting to think now of me as someone in finance. You know, I think always with the last name. I think people always think of, of hockey. But um, there's some people that just know me as you know, sitting in the chair for you know. Uh, eight years and and you know just in general I feel uh, um, you know like you know earning some recognition yeah sure Absolutely. and work, you know and spend some time and, and and done all that stuff but uh, it's been a great you know sort of twenty year transition and, and maybe I'll do something else in ten years I don't know uh, I look forward to seeing what happens in ten years <laughs> we'll do it we'll do a part two in, in ten years but I think that's a, a, a great place and I really appreciate your time Brett it's been 
phenomenal just kind of hearing your story, uh, some of your, your takeaways, and I think a lot of people can, can learn a lot from, from what you have to say. So thank you very much for your time. It was my pleasure, and uh, keep doing all the good work you guys are doing. I'm, Appreciate I'm, that. It's, uh, it's a privilege for me to be involved. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. And there it is. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into that episode with Brett. Hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. A uh, ton of fun recording that episode and uh, putting that together for you all. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. This episode was produced by our digital marketing genius here at Capitalize for Kids, Eugene McCashew. I'm your host, Evan Sequera. And if you have any interest in learning more about Capitalize for Kids or the work that we do, please feel free to go to our website at www capitalizeforkids.org. Thanks again for tuning in. If you've enjoyed the content that we provided you with, please feel free to subscribe. Take care and we'll see you in two weeks.